0: Good morning, Millennials. Welcome back to... I added a little little extra. A little little bit of spice. Welcome back to the Morning Toast, everyone. Happy Monday. Hope you had an amazing weekend. Um, It's sadly come to an end, you know. That's what I've learned as an adult. It's that all good things, including the weekends must come to an end at some point It's so
1: sad when that happens it really is but in reflecting on this past weekend I personally had a great one I feel like I got the most out of my weekend you know I did so many different things sort of I watched a lot of different stuff I saw some different people and I feel like it was a hearty good ass weekend good balance good balanced weekend exactly I feel
0: like that's also like one of the struggles of my adulthood is figuring out how to balance like Wanting to do things on the weekend that like I want to do, like catch up on stuff, see people, but also like not be hungover. Like, how yes. do you balance that?
1: No, that is it's a it's a tricky thing. It is. So I think eventually you just start drinking on Fridays instead of Saturdays, so that like
0: you're you have not, more time. So you have
1: more time to heal.
0: Okay, like I'm getting there, but. I'm just, I'm struggling right now in the balancing act.
1: I'm so, I'm so sorry for you. And I
0: feel like that's a common problem amongst us 26-year-olds.
1: It is. I remember when I was 26. Yeah. I was struggling between wanting to watch stuff all day. And these little sweet men. Oh, my God. the sweetest thing. Bruno's back from camp. Bruno's back from camp. We got him on Saturday. And he is just a joy. And it was so nice to, like, bring him home to his new place. Right. Which, like, we really got for him. Mm-hmm. And we designed with him in mind in every corner. And I just, it, it's just been so nice having him. Like, I feel like when I didn't have him for the week, like, I almost forgot that he existed right. in my life, you know? It was like a dream. Yeah. And now that he's back, we're just in heaven. We watched Housewives together last night. He's just the cutest, sweetest thing. And we're, I, it was really a great weekend for, because of the new apartment, getting Bruno back. I finished Redhead's book. We recorded Redhead's. Your new I watched phone. my new phone. I watched so much content. And it was really productive in that sense.
0: So for our TV recap, we're going to talk about Potomac and Real Housewives of Atlanta started last night. But really quickly, just random things that I watched over the weekend, just like that aren't official enough for the official TV recap yes, segment. Yes,
1: yes, I have some as well.
0: I watched SNL with Morgan Wallen. I watched most of it too. I have to say, like, and this might be like a real lightning rod when I say it, but like Jason Bateman like so averagely like everything do you know what I mean like he's just so unremarkable in so many ways and I was like just surprised that he even like got the gig you know yeah
1: I mean I think he would even admit that himself when he said in his monologue like he was on 15 years ago and they, they never just, asked him they to never, come back like I think that is who he is
0: yeah no that's true and he plays characters that are like also so unremarkable but
1: yeah but t- someone
0: has to play that guy yeah I know? just th- yeah but that guy doesn't get on SNL like that's why I just thought it was really I thought his monologue was like. So subpar. I, mean, like, I fast forwarded through it once I realized that it stunk. He told one story about uh, the like monkey. The, yeah, that and, was the whole
1: monologue. And then I started fast forwarding.
0: And I get that like certain people have longer monologues. His was like four minutes. Like I think the average time is like six or seven. It was just like so. Meh.
1: Yeah, I agree. I was there for Morgan Wallen and he didn't disappoint, though I do feel like they don't know how to do acoustics on country stars because like the music's always too loud and you can't hear their voice.
0: I thought the exact same thing, even though that's not an SNL problem. That's like they bring all their own band like it's them.
1: I just I don't know. I just don't feel like they're equipped for like country
0: phenomenon. I just have to say like, of course, it was really unfortunate the way things happened with Morgan Wallen the first time around. But I feel like It was almost better this way because he got his own skit. And, like, he really made more of an impact than if he was just, like, any other performer. Yeah, and it became, like, a a joke joke in the culture. And it's just a funny joke. And I I actually think that the skit that they did for him was, like, so funny. I thought it was a funny idea, but the execution wasn't that funny. So Morgan is obviously, like, not an actor. And his timing was just off because he would, like, make the best jokes when the audience was laughing. And, like, you couldn't hear him. So he had, like, this funny Dave Chappelle joke that literally no one could hear because everyone was laughing from the previous joke said by Bo Yang or something.
1: Got it. So it was, um, it was good. I mean, I have such cute. a low bar for SNL when they make me like. No, but eat. honestly, last night's or Saturday night's episode, like, I don't think it reached the bar. Oh, like, I and the bar giggled. is so low. No, I I don't think it hit. I watched a few of the sketches, and they started out funny, like the one with the girls' sleepover in the period. I was oh. like, "This is gonna kill it!" Like <laughs> that was so this funny. Concept
0: is hysterical. Also, those two cabaret singers doing outdoor dining. Like,
1: I thought that was oh, really funny. I fast-forwarded once. I realized it wasn't funny. Oh, I thought it was funny. So I thought it had like um, moments. I didn't think there was, like, I literally think it was, like, the worst of the worst. Kate McKinnon is just, like, she really
0: must be so tired from just, like, carrying this entire franchise on her back. Keenan too.
1: Yeah, the period thing. Like, she was they, being so funny. But I felt funny. like they didn't land the plane. No, me neither. And it was such a good concept. <laughs> it was such a good concept. And then it was like, I am
0: Spartacus. Like, it was all of our periods. But it actually would have been funny if it was just, like, not Kate McKinnon's, you know? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like No, it was and, just... like, when she got up, she did have, like, period on her butt. Like,
0: <laughs> no, it, it would have so, been so funny. It was such a funny sketch. Like, <laughs> and honestly, even though I was just, like, railing on him, Jason Bateman was the perfect dad, like, for that situation. A hundred percent. So he's never going to be, like, the star of a sketch because he's just so mediocre. Joker.
1: yeah I agree I also watched Happiest Season the new Hulu Christmas movie with Kristen Stewart oh Dan Levy and I would totally recommend it okay it started out like a little corny Christmas movie and I Your was favorite? like I was surprised right, my favorite but I was surprised because like Kristen Stewart is so artsy she's so elevated the fact that she even took this role I think she just wanted to do to like Further,
0: you know, diversity in, like, the Christmas movie because there's not many, like, lesbian Christmas movies. 100%. But as an actor,
1: she's, like, so above it. No, but, like, by the end of the movie as a whole, like, the end was so strong and, like, so good and there was so much. And I feel like she really didn't... She's such a great actress. Like, you always forget... I never forget. No, like, you know because of Twilight and I guess other things that she's no, been in. No, but you in.
0: don't know because of Twilight. You think someone who's in that movie
1: is like a shitty actress, but then you but watch like, it and you realize it's literally like the Sistine Chapel, like a true piece of yes. art. No, and she's just like, a, she was being a great actress. Dan Levy was in it and he was really great too. And it, Victor Garber's in it. And, oh. you know, he's only in like the most what premium content. What a cast.
0: Victor Garber. Her,
1: Alison Brie is in it. Ugh.
0: I'm sorry. I, anytime she's on my screen, like, I just, I hate the thing that I'm watching. That's why it was hard in Mad Men. I didn't know she was in it. And had I known,
1: I might not have watched (laughs) it. Like, seriously. I I thought she was good in this movie. I don't think she'll bother you in this movie. Don't you think she has, like, just really, like, annoying energy? Yes, but, like, sometimes she plays a character who you're supposed to be annoyed by. Right, like, in How to Be Single. It's, like... She was so annoying. In that oh my movie. god! Yeah, Stop. the girl Don't. with the laptop in the bar. Stop. Like Don't. obviously,
0: she ended up with the guy who owned the bar. Like it was just so silly.
1: So yeah, that that's like the pinnacle. But this was good. It was good. You should watch it. Um, and it definitely gets you in the spirit of the season. Well, I'm having no no trouble getting into the spirit of the season. Hmm. Um. Anything else you watch before we uh, dive in? No, I feel like that's it. And then Housewives. So yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a big Housewives night. I have a lot to say.
1: Yes, so much to say. And we'll get to it right after we deliver the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast.
0: Yes, Jackie. But as this morning, when I was brushing my teeth, getting ready for the show, I thought to myself, "Man, I can't wait to get on and read my sixty-second read about Bruce, one of my favorite products." (sighs) What does Bruce, you ask? I'm so glad you did. It is our favorite product here at the morning toast what the best electric toothbrush on the market and the best part of it is that it doesn't cost a crazy amount of money and it's super cute and sleek looking so you don't mind like having it up on your counter it has like this magnetic holder that's just really sleek and fabulous Brushing your teeth can be a chore, but brushing them is fun. And it's 100 times as effective. Brush cleans your teeth at 31,000 movements a minute. Manual toothbrushes tap out at just 300 movements a minute. But many electric toothbrushes are barely a step up for manual ones. And some of them do a good job, but they cost over $200. Well, Brush is different because they deliver premier sonic wave technology without the markups that big electric toothbrushes tack on. So I've been using, I've been brushing, excuse me, for... I want to say like six months now. Yeah. And it's just really elevated my, obviously, teeth situation, but also like my counter situation. Because I try really hard not to have like a lot of clutter on my counter, even though I use so many products. And the brush is just like, it's a perfect vibe. It's so sleek. It's magnetic. I've seen ones that have like huge bases that you have to charge. It's just, it's everything of the sort. So sleek. And when you get the kit, it includes the electric toothbrush, plus three brush heads, a magnetic charging station, and a sleek travel case the brush also has six modes of cleaning which is daily white gentle gum max and tongue get 15 percent off of bruce when you use our promo code toast at brush.com. again you can try it 90 days risk-free and get a two-year warranty at bruus promo code toast bruce.com promo code toast
1: love it sign on get your teeth right and your gums and your tongue they and do breath. have a setting for tongue yes it feels good <laughs> Okay, first story, some really happy bebe news. Chris Lane and Lauren Bushnell Lane are expecting their first child. She said, I had a funny feeling I was pregnant. So, Chris and Lauren Lane announced on Instagram last night that they are expecting a bebe. She said, A dream, except I'm not dreaming. I'm wide awake, holding your dad's hand, watching you dance around in my belly, listening to your little heartbeat. My new favorite sound, a miracle, new life, our sweet baby. Thank you, Jesus. All the glory belongs to you.
0: All the glory. I mean, literally, I was so happy. Like, this was just such wonderful news. I think, like, as a couple, I just, like, am obsessed with them. And they're so obsessed with each other. Like, they are. And this is just such great news, them, like, growing their family. Um, And I just, I really,
1: I have nothing other to say than just, like, smile. No, then smiles all around. Yeah.
0: And, like... I don't know, I just, like, love them. I feel a really special way about them, you know no, what I
1: mean? No, I, I do as well, and I, I, I just want to smile. Yeah. It I just makes the, me want to smile. A
0: lot of people had, um,
1: like, guessed this. Yeah, because there was a picture posted around Thanksgiving that was making people speculate. Right, and someone, like, found, of course, online, like, their baby registry, so, like, that really did give it away. Oh. Um, um,
0: but I don't think they, like, care. I just think they wanted to, you know, time it right. Yeah,
1: wait until the time was right, which... Yeah. Time was definitely right. It's a very sweet announcement.
0: I know. I'm just,
1: I know they have some big, big plans. They've got some big, big plans. I wonder if there'll be a sequel to the song. Oh, yes. Like, the song didn't, like, actually, I guess. He, oh, I, I got, got a good one. It'll be called
0: I Got Some Big, Big Hands because you're like a baby's little hand on your palm and you're always
1: like comparing sizes. Yeah. That's good. You should say. I got some it.
0: big, I'll send it to him. I'll send a voice note to Lori and be like, hey, pitch this to Chris. I got some big, big hands.
1: She don't know.
0: She She don't don't know. know. Well, I
1: don't know what they're having, but but maybe it's like Lauren. Don't know how big his hands are. No, I think she does. (laughs) Okay. Well, anyways, congrats to the happy couple. We love some bebe news. We love some bebe news. Where's bebe? And I'd love to know who's been getting it on during quarantine. Oh, for sure. Okay, this next story is such an interesting story. Dionne Warwick is going viral for her Twitter exchange with Chance the Rapper, also with Taylor Swift. She's tweeting at The Weeknd. So Dionne Warwick is just... On Twitter this weekend. So I think we should start at the beginning. So yes. De- Who is Dion Warwick? Oh, at the way beginning. Right.
0: Well, you and I were talking about this last night, and I actually sent you this story because I thought it was so funny. Yeah,
1: she sent me the story saying Dion Warwick's, Warwick's story tomorrow, so I, was, so I went and found out what you were talking about.
0: So then we were FaceTiming, like, a little bit later, and you were like, well, why do you want to talk about it? I'm like, I don't know. I just think this woman's so funny. Like, every time I see her, like, she just, like, makes me laugh. She's, like, always causing, like, some ruckus, and she's, like... She looks. I, I said to you, she looks like um, <laughs> she looks like Whitney's dad
1: from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And then you're like, Claudia, what are you talking? I about? I said, Claudia, that's Diane Warren. I said, Dionne Warwick is Titus Andromedon. Right. Okay. okay.
0: Schmidt. So I and I've known for a while that I could not tell the difference between Diane Warren and Dion Warwick. I knew that forever because it's confusing because they're both like older women in music. DW. DW. And like their names are so similar. And to be honest, I was really only familiar with Diane Warren. And so anytime someone would say like Diane Warren or Dionne Warwick, like I just always assumed it was the singer songwriter, the songwriter with the black hair. Yes. So even in Kimmy Schmidt, when he goes on tour with Dionne Warwick, the whole time I thought he was on tour with Diane Warren. And I didn't really understand how he could be on tour with a songwriter. Like, it it made no sense to me. And so, of course, in this um, situation as well, I too thought that it was Whitney's dad from um, Salt Lake City.
1: Got it. Well, it's a legendary singer, Dion Warwick. And They're I'm sorry.
0: I didn't mean to disrespect. I just like really got confused. No, and
1: I you know what? As I was like thinking about it last night and, and I was trying to And as it you, to were you explaining it to I me. was
0: getting confused too. I was okay. like, am I sure about this? It's a Chris Prime, Chris Evans situation.
1: Yeah, no, their names are just very similar. And I could see how your wires could get crossed. Okay. But this is legendary singer Dionne Warwick. She took to Twitter. She, she was a, being hilarious. Hilarious. So let everyone know her thoughts on certain things and some of the questions that run through her mind. It was like, like
0: someone like finally gave her the password to her fo- to her Twitter because she like never has tweeted at any of these people. And then she just started going off. And the thing is, she's so well-respected
1: that like everyone responded to her. Right. So she said, Hi, Chancellor Rapper. If you are very obviously a rapper, why did you put it in your stage name? I cannot stop thinking about it. About this and she does raise raise valid concerns. She does, and he said, "Sorry, I'm still so freaking out that you know who I am. This is amazing. I'll be whatever you want to call me, Miss Warwick. God bless you with oh my two God. heart emojis. The respect for Miss Warwick." and because like someone could have interpreted this as like slight shade yes because when you said Dionne Warwick story tomorrow I googled it and the first thing that came up was Dionne Warwick roasts Chance the Rapper in the weekend and I was like ooh interesting and then I read the tweets through a different lens from a different publication it's like no she's just like being a cutie no and she's like genuinely like like this was not a roasting it was question and answer she's asking a genuine question genuine question she also said that Holy by Justin Bieber Chance the Rapper is one of her favorite songs right now she did yep she did
0: by the way it's one of of my favorite songs right now too um holy i know i was it's actually so singing it in
1: my head this morning Run into the altar like a jack, jack. jack i
0: just like i really have a special place in my jewish heart for christian music like i just i i feel the glory
1: yeah you know the way you hold me hold me hold me hold me hold me ho, ho, ho. Holy. Okay. Also, speaking of things that we got confused and things we learned on the morning toast, I need to go back to Friday's episode—one of the funniest episodes of 2020. Okay, what did we get wrong? No, we didn't get anything wrong. We learned a lot, uh-huh. and we learned about the pronouncing of dachshund, dachshund. dachshund. But then everyone's sending yes, me this, Christmas sweater, this Christmas sweater that has a picture of a dachshund, and then it says dachshund through the snow, right? And it's like it's not dachshund through the snow. No, it's through the snow. Yeah, and also,
0: dachshund as the name of a dog is very triggering for me. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know.
1: I totally agree. I didn't even like, put that
0: together on Friday. Dachshund through, yes, yeah, on the the my way to ruin someone's life. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. The pronunciation when we learned it on Friday as dachshund, like I fully understood, digested, understood, appreciated, I was, respected. I would
1: literally like
0: my mind was blown. <laughs> But then it's like obviously like a popular Christmas sweater to like or, or I saw it on mugs on like different Etsy shops. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a po- it's like a popular phrase, dashing through the snow with dashing spelled as Dach- dachshund.
1: Yeah, but dachshund so, through the snow doesn't sound right. It sounds like you're like you're ruining on, lives through. You know the you're snow. like on your in the winter and you're like on your way to ruin someone's life. <laughs> right, but. Dachshund through the snow. Yeah. Sounds or, like you're like
0: German and you're... It's, no, it's Christmas time in Germany. Dachshund <laughs> through the snow. And
1: a one-horse open sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
0: that's not funny.
1: Um, but what else did Dionne Warwick say? She tweeted at The weekend saying, The weekend is next. Why? It's not even spelled correctly. She said, if you have V in your name, I'm coming for you. I need answers today. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, very valid point. And The weekend did respond... Um, yeah, he, it's not in here. Well, so. I saw
0: it and he was like very similar energy to Chance the Rapper. Just like, like, oh my so God. so
1: grateful and excited.
0: Yeah. And then also she tweeted out Taylor Swift. L- less questions. Yes. Just like showing her support. love.
1: Love and support. And Taylor sent it back as well. So that's what you missed in Dion Warwick news this yeah. weekend.
0: And we will be sure to keep you updated on the Diane Warren, Dion Warwick. Never ending confusion. Right now I'm clear on who's who, but... But if enough time passes <laughs> if enough time passes, and I don't end up talking about Dionne Warwick or Diane Warren for, like, another, like, maybe two months, we'll start back at square one. So yeah. I'm just warning you. I feel
1: like you'll talk about Diane Warren again with, like, Grammys, Oscars, because she's always nominated for Best yeah. Original Song.
0: Yeah. Well, so when Dionne Warwick tweeted at Taylor Swift, she was like, I think she said, like, I would love to, like, write or something. So I thought it was the songwriter and i'm like oh my God, these two are gonna write a, the best best score for a movie like yeah but then it's deon warwick and i'm sure her and taylor can make magic as
1: well oh for sure for sure okay next up um this news is really for you because matthew perry is promoting his friends merch line what he has Wait, his lo-
0: friends as in his like person italicized oh, italicized the okay sh- oh
1: no <laughs>
0: <laughs> i thought you meant like one of his buddies Like a pal. That
1: would be the worst story ever. Yeah, I was
0: confused.
1: Oh my God, that's so funny. No, Matthew Perry made a line of merchandise based off of friends, and he's using his fiance to model some of the swag.
0: Which is also an update. He is engaged to a 29-year-old.
1: Oh, update. And she's wearing a shirt that said, could this be any more of a t-shirt? Does that mean something to you? It does, but that's like a really bad use of the joke oh okay in a second could this be any more of a t-shirt like what i don't know it sounds like they said it's a it's a spin on perry's character it is no his he, catchphrase yeah his catchphrase was like could i be wearing any
0: more clothes like it was just but like and so i sometimes i have started to use like i, I say it sometimes like could i be any uglier yeah you know? and <laughs> <laughs> could i be more obsessed with myself you know I don't understand the use on this t-shirt.
1: Obviously, it's a t-shirt. Like, that's just a bad adaptation of the joke. Okay. In another post, she's wearing a black hat that has the phrase, what is this, a baseball cap? What do you think about that one? I don't get it. What What is this, a
0: baseball cap? Excuse me. I've seen every episode of Friends like thirty-five no, times. I, I know, I know. And this stupid merch line is like testing me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've never heard that joke in my life.
1: What is this? A baseball cap?
0: No well, clue. No, I'm sure
1: it's like, what is this a blank from Friends? And then he put in baseball cap because that's what it's on. No. What is this? A blank? Okay. Am I, am I bringing anything up for you? It's like
0: so vague. Like, what is this? That's not a joke. Like,
1: okay. So suffice to say, like, you're not going to be buying.
0: Well, so his fiance
1: is a literary is manager. the model. No, she she was just taking pictures on the oh, gram. Oh, okay. She was just supporting her fiancé. And her fiancé knows this person how, who made the line of merch? It's Chandler's merch. Oh. He's oh, making whoa, whoa. friends merch. That's pathetic. And his fiancé is supporting his friends merch. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> this is all very confusing. But I'm seeing now. Matthew Perry has a line of friends merch? Yes.
1: That's devastating. And like, those are two of the pieces. His fiancé is quote unquote modeling them on his Instagram. It's like when you're this is how people magazine is right. no, is they're serving modeling it up. like
0: Margot models for our merch. I, y-
1: yeah. You know, I totally get it. But
0: um this article was confusing, I'm not gonna lie. I'm so sorry. And I'm that's asking, on me. Yeah. I'm really now more fixated on the fact that like, Matthew Perry has like a merch line from Friends. Like you they literally make without moving a finger between like all the streaming services and the syndication, they make like twenty million dollars a year off of Friends. And that's after working on Friends for eight years and making you know, a million dollars an episode. So it's like, just just sit and enjoy, like, your money.
1: Yeah, no, this is definitely, like, a strange move. And, and now I'm seeing another shirt that he made that says, could this be any more of a t-shirt? But above it has, like, three cartoons of Chandler Bing. Yeah, I see.
0: Like, Chandler's dancing. That's just, like, honestly, like, dead ass. Like, not good merch. And <laughs> Friends has, like, done so many collabs. Like, the Friends brand. The I feel Friends like this brand. is, like,
1: sullying the Friends name. I
0: feel like this is, like, the worst piece of merch i've seen i've seen like official friends merch and unofficial like and they've done makeup collabs we were just talking about and i feel like a lot of it is very good like the branding is always really strong i'm just like surprised because i'm not understanding these shirts
1: yeah no i agree
0: where can you buy them
1: um you can buy them like at the lincoln bio
0: and what is the lincoln bio i'm just like curious if it's like
1: I'm going to go. I'm it's like go. a
0: merch company.
1: Is it like... It's Ma- represent.com slash store slash Matthew Perry. Oh, my God. Question Represent. mark KW equals not found. Okay, yeah. That's a merch company that I use for my tour. Like, why are Matthew Oh, well, Perry's- There's so many things. I mean, they're pretty much like the same um, catchphrases. But like on different items. But on different items. There's a mug. There's that hat, sweatshirt. I wonder if it's like a part of his deal because usually you have to
0: pay a licensing fee to use like the name and likeness of characters and like TV shows. But maybe he's allowed to make it.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's nothing here other than like knowing the joke, a t-shirt that says, could this be any more of a t-shirt? I guess. Does, does he use the Friends logo no, anywhere? No. Oh, so maybe this is
0: like he unofficial. He went rogue. <laughs> 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 Oh man, that's so like lame. Okay. Not gonna lie. Um, are you ready for our next story? Is it the next story brought to you by Everlane? Yes. Thank God. <sighs> you know, what, Jackie, can I ask
1: you a question? Please ask me anything, I'm an open book.
0: What makes a pair of jeans or a comfortable sweater perfect?
1: I mean, I would say there's a few things. But if
0: when it fits just right. Your clothes shouldn't just match your style or the shape of your body, but what you really care about. And Everlane makes finding those perfect everyday pieces easy. Everlane isn't like most clothing brands, and not just because they bypass traditional retail markups. They partner with the world's most, most ethic factories, to make quality clothing with radically transparent pricing. Sustainability is literally woven into every piece of fabric Everlane uses, from natural fibers to recycled synthetics. Simple, timeless pieces that are comfortable, durable, and flattering to all body, body types, from cashmere to cotton, from slim to curvy. Um, it's really just a fabulous place to find like your everyday uniform staples that like you can feel good about knowing they'll last you a long time because they're made really well, and they come... Um, from Ethical Factories. It's just like truly the best of both worlds. If you're searching for the perfect pair of skinny jeans, the kind that you wear all week and hope no one notices, Everlane <laughs> has that for you. That's literally us. Yep, dirty jeans, 5 days in a row. From skinny to relaxed, slim to athletic, you can find the perfect cut that fits your form just right. And what's cool is that you can fit your uh choose your stretch le- stretch level like in your material. So you know I'm getting the stretchiest. The vintage style with orig- an original with just a hint of stretching or a body-hugging authentic stretch, which is definitely uh, the product for me. Um, denim isn't the only essential that they carry because with winter on the way, cozy loungewear is another must-have. And everyone's looking for like the coziest loungewear for quarantine. We're going into another lockdown. And Everlane like really is the products that you need because they have the perfect sweatshirts, cardigans, sweaters, tees, and comfy footwear to keep you cozy all season. From alpaca and merino wool to terry knit and 100% recycled cashmere. Perfect for gifting or keep it all to yourself. Go to everlane.com slash toast and sign up for 10% off your first order plus free shipping and you can get easy returns within 60 days of your ship date so again if you go to everlane.com slash toast you can use uh, 10% off your first order but only if you go to the link everlane.com slash toast and sign up
1: love it okay next story some reality tv news Jax and Brittany are exiting vander vanderpump rules this was quite shocking was it? Like just the fact that
0: they actually left or got fired. That's also like the other. That's what's
1: confusing.
0: I've seen a few people report that it was fired, but their social media posts.
1: Make it seem like, like they're, they're stepping back. But they also said that it was very difficult to share. They said, although this is difficult to share, Brittany and I will not be returning for another season of Vanderpump Rules. We're excited to take this time to focus on our growing family and share with you our new endeavors. Yeah. Bravo, Evolution and our Vanderpump castmates will always remain close to our hearts. Brittany posted um, a very similar statement. TM, M Z used the word canned to describe mm-hmm. their exit, but I i don't know. It's I amusing. saw a Variety that said they
0: were fired, and Variety's, like, really, like, TV... Like, industry-oriented. Yeah, but, I mean, who knows? At the end of the day, like, in terms of programming and, like, the cast, like, this... Isn't surprising because there was already, like, a big gap between, like, the new and the young people. And now, like, more people over quarantine getting pregnant. Stassi no longer being around. Chrissy no longer being around. Like, there's just, like, I feel as though there's too much of a divide now. And Bravo's probably going to stick with, like, the younger generation and, like, invest the show in them. Um, But now it's, like, for who remains, like, Sheena and Lala remain. But they, like, always gave me young... Young generation energy. Like, they've always kind of been yeah, in the middle. Yeah, Sheena
1: last season, like, made... Opened up the path for her to be with the younger generation. Lala is younger than the rest of them. But I no, don't but know. but I ne- just meant, like,
0: Lala was really on with those um, older girls.
1: She was, but she came on in the middle. Like, they, the argument could be made for her to leave with everyone. Say, but but or also, she her and Sheena are both pregnant. Yeah. So, I don't know if they
0: will. We need another, like... Vanderbump show
1: totally and then also Tom and Tom and Ariana and Katie I think will stay on the show as like the owners of Tom Tom and as like,
0: like Lisa's yes
1: yeah so I see the path to like how the the show reiterates itself but when are they going to start filming they still haven't yeah and I just feel like I wouldn't be surprised if the next we report like they're never going to film again. No,
0: there's something incredibly, like, spooky about the legacy of Vanderpump Rules as it stands right now. Yeah. Because, like, I feel it in a lot of ways, it really set the bar for, like, unbelievable reality television. And the people became so famous. And it self-imploded a little bit because so much of why the show was so great is because these were, like, struggling actors and models. And then over the course of a few years, they're best-selling authors. They have successful companies. And it's, like, it just changed the balance of the show not in a good way. And the show was still good but it was never as good as it was when they were like struggling models like doing photo shoots on rooftops and like fighting in between takes. It'll yeah. never be that. So it's like part of me wants to just say like like let's just let it
1: die. That I feel the same way. Like I feel like they won't because No, networks
0: don't know how to let things go. No,
1: and they don't know how to like say no to something that's good and like where, you know, mm-hmm. they're still an audience but I don't know I'm just like it.
0: just the whole thing feels tainted now like weird. after Stassi and the whole drama like it just feels like I don't really want to watch it
1: no and like the 2.0 cast like the freshman that came in last season like nobody was really interested in them so right. the, all the seniors are gone we're stuck with this group of people that we didn't care about really when you introduced them to us so maybe let's let bygones be bygones I know but
0: it just like makes you think like about all the people who like not the new not the people who came on this season, but the people who've been on for a while, who's like their life is the show, like their the whole, James, yeah, like what are they going to do?
1: They're influencers now, I guess. Yeah,
0: Just what like, have crazy. they been doing? Right for like this year, yeah, yeah. No, I, I like I would be surprised if they were all in a little bit of a way like struggling financially because the show for the people who've been on for a while pays very well.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, our fifth and final story, Miley Cyrus asks Fan on a date in the TikTok comment. This is so messy. Did you see the follow-up? No. Oh, my I God. I only saw... So, I saw the trend of Miley... Um, this is like what has reached the grandparents, that Miley is like commenting on people's things.
0: Yeah, there's like a trend it, on TikTok. If you use one of her songs from her new album and your video goes viral, you in the video you can say like, if Miley comments, like I'll tattoo my face. And then like Ma- yeah. Miley comments. Or like if
1: Miley comments, we will get married. Right. Um, And like someone asked Miley t- to comment and she said, how about the time and place of our first date? Like the girl was of, really pretty. Yeah, like, so like asking her out. What okay. happened from there? So
0: then... Some other girl duetted the original girl's video and was like, LOL, when this girl goes viral with Miley Cyrus when she's the one that your man cheated on you with like so she this girl knows her personally and now she's like airing her dirty laundry apparently this second girl's boyfriend cheated on her with the first girl and then like Miley deleted her comment on the girl's video I'm like Miley girl why are you getting involved like just leave it alone like it was just so honestly like lame of Miley that's like, really lame right yeah yeah so and then this uh, the first girl had to make a video like So there's a lot of people talking about me. Oh my God. It was so fucking messy. (laughs) Like the whole thing,
1: like the cycle of implosion was like 24 hours. It was
0: so fast. Like literally in the same day, I saw the first girl's video, the second girl's video, and then the first girl's apology, like for like addressing what's happening.
1: Oh my god, that's crazy.
0: That's just really, I feel like, um, indicative of, like, the culture we're living in right now. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't get a morsel of popularity or fame without, like, someone trying to bring you down. A hundred percent. And not that, even if this girl did, let's say she cheated on...
1: No, she was the, yeah, the the other other woman.
0: woman. Let's say that's true. Like, does that make her an evil person? Like, who... Not it's her th- personal
1: business. Yeah, it's
0: her personal business, and like we don't honestly, know the circumstances
1: maybe she maybe didn't, she didn't know. know. And also, like, who cares? Oh my god, that's so like that's how nitpicky we're getting with our with our influencers Wow, that's like loser on loser.
0: Uh, on loser, I'm including
1: Miley in there yeah, too. No, 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 because it's losery that that girl like had to like call out this girl who was having a moment for and herself. Cloud chase her, right? Cl- cloud chase her. It was losery that Miley deleted her comment. What because she. It's like, Miley, you're a celebrity. You're not supposed to know this stuff. Like, just... Like, I just... It's too involved. It was... and, and that's how these things go south so fast. Because I'm sure, like, Miley's team was like, yes, PR moment. Like, comment on everything. Name this baby. Like, etc." And now it's like, I'm involved in personal messes.
0: No, I... And I, honestly, I think this whole, like, Miley commenting on TikTok thing is, like, a little thirsty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because but... it's not, like, just one or two. Like, I've literally seen, like, 15... <laughs> yeah she told one of this girl to name her baby california another girl to cut her mullet like there was a lot
1: yeah no she's she's everywhere right now well she's doing the most
0: Mm -hmm. for um her new album yes but i do have to say when i say something negative i also have to say something positive that song prisoner is excellent with dua lipa
1: oh i haven't really listened yet but i've heard like snippets of the album and it sounds amazing yes i agree Okay. And I think, you know, I don't want to jinx it, but I think Miley might have, this might be the real Miley. Oh, I think it's definitely the Miley of right now. Of right now, for
0: sure. Um, okay, the meat of what we got, what, what I came here to do today is talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta and Potomac. Which one do you want to do first?
1: I watch Atlanta first, but I kind of feel like Potomac, I'm bursting with things Oh, to I say. was really going to say Atlanta okay, first. Okay, fine, fine. Because, I mean, it was the... uh opening episode, so there wasn't, like, a lot going on. Yeah, we're just, like, catching up with everyone, and I feel like watching um, them, like, sort of, I guess, coming out of quarantine, because it's August. Yes, it started in June. No, it started in June?
0: When they're sitting down for dinner in Cynthia Bailey's driveway, it's June 3rd. Oh, okay. Good to know. I don't
1: know. And I like that we skipped the coronavirus. And they showed us the interviews. Yes, but, like, the women talking about, like, the weight that they gained in quarantine, like, honestly, was so... um, Relatable. Relatable, but, like, I just... At, no one's been talking about that yet. Like, obviously, there's so many, like, mental health side effects from, like, being at home and staying at home and, like, being, like, you know, not having the socializing yep. in the way that we're used to. But, like, I have gained so much weight and, like, it makes me so depressed. And, like, watching Kenya and Cynthia talk about it, like, I felt so much less alone. I felt so seen. I couldn't agree more. And I feel like people, I agree. Like, that
0: really, um, like, for me, I, I always love the women of Atlanta, but... For me, like, that particular scene and them just, like, talking so openly about it. Like, like, not even, like, it was a big deal. Like, all right, I'm on it. I'll lose it. Whatever. Like, I don't know. There was something, like, refreshing about it. Yeah. There was something very refreshing about it. So, I had a few thoughts from the initial, the first episode. The first is that, like... Always and forever, like, honestly, Portia Williams is the queen of this franchise, and I have known it for a while, and I feel like now everyone else is starting to realize it, and I just am glad respect is being put on her name. Two, I just, like, really can't believe that after all this time, we're down to only five Atlanta housewives, that Marlo Hampton is still not a fucking
1: housewife... And she's in the first scene of the entire show. And she's being the funniest. Like... Our, the funniest. She must not want it. I don't know. That's so crazy. And it's like when you see the cast um, photo in the opening credits, there's so, so few. few. And we have a perfectly great housewife. She's here ready, Friends with everyone. Like, where, where is she? I don't know. That is so curious. I think in every season... But it's but be- now, like, it's a glaring.
0: Yes, exactly. I've always thought, like, you know what? She stirs the pot so much. She deserves, like, a platform to be able to, like, speak her side of yeah. things. Like, she's always just coming in and appearing to be, like, the, the bone carrier. And she is. But, like, maybe she has more to say. Mm-hmm. But now it's almost, like, so obvious that I think that maybe she just doesn't want it.
1: I can't imagine that that's the case. No, I
0: know. I can't imagine anyone
1: not wanting to be, like. Right. Especially someone who's on it so frequently. Yeah, who, like, doesn't mind filming. Comes to most reunions, like. It's, it's really weird. Yeah, now it's weird. Um, I
0: was also catching up on uh episodes before and I just like forgot so much that had happened and like how it's so crazy how like the Real Houses of Atlanta have like reinvented themselves individually like so many times. When they were doing flashbacks to uh Peter and Cynthia's wedding, I was like, Who is this woman? No, I know. She's just like a completely different person. Oh, but she was being so funny when her tit kept popping out. Like that was just like they're just so
1: they're so different from all the other housewives. Like, they're just so calm. No, they're just natural and funny and, like, fun and having a good time and yeah. having a laugh. And I feel like I never feel like so many of them are, like, clawing their way to, like, stay on the show. Like, they're all just very
0: certain of like, themselves. Na- like,
1: natural. Like, doing their own thing. And yeah. it just is genuinely entertaining.
0: Yeah. I thought the way they, um, like, integrated the, like, what's going on in the world at the time. Because, like, Portia was really, like... Everywhere when, um, in June, when George Floyd was murdered. And I feel like they're doing a really good job of, like, blending, like, life going back to normal. But then also, like, Portia getting arrested.
1: Yeah. That no, was crazy. It was the way that they did. I feel like they really captured the what moment it was like. of, of June between Black Lives Matter and quarantine and coming out of quarantine and trying to, like, have a lunch uh, in your driveway with your friends, but, like, not really sure how to do that. Right. And, like, Marlo with the tape measure is not something I've seen yet from any of my friends, but it was
0: hysterical. No, she was being really funny. And, like, honestly, I was just... When, when Candy pulled up, I'm like, okay, Candy and Cynthia are having lunch. And then when Marlo pulled up, I'm like... I was almost, like, mad. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, make this woman a housewife. Give us woman a beach. Yeah. Um, nothing else
1: happened in the episode. It was just... Um, it was, entered, like, it, it was it, really good, also, I just like, oh actually, had such a soft spot spot in my heart for kenya like That's I, crazy. Have only, I I know, and That's i know i've crazy I know I've missed a lot of seasons, so like whatever bad things she has done. Like, I I haven't seen them. And I just remember, like, when I used to watch, I, like, really liked Kenya. And I'm watching again, and I really like Kenya.
0: That's just so crazy to me, because I actually... You didn't feel for her, like, in last night's episode? No. And that's what's so crazy, because it's, like... Even people I don't like on Housewives, like, when they're going through stuff, like, I always, like, have empathy for them. And I have felt, and I've just always... I've always felt this way, that, like, Kenya Moore is, like, not who she appears to be. Like, I'm... I just, like... I feel like she's the fakest person and it's like, I feel like everything she's put out on television, like it, nothing, none of it is true. And like when she goes home, I I really feel like she takes off this mask and like, I just don't believe anything she says. You don't
1: think that last night's episode, like she was being real. Like, I feel like this, the way she's feeling right now is the result of three years of fakeness and like the fake man and you know, like for every, up you have to deal with it down. And so when you marry like someone, I guess he was like a mystery man, sort of stranger. He was literally like a, like an actor. Right. And now you deal with the consequences. And I feel like that's her being real. I guess. Just something about like the way that
0: she's acted over the last few years and just treated everyone so poorly. Like I just, I don't have any space in my heart to like give her empathy. I know it sounds terrible. I just, she's one of the housewives like who I just can't stand. Got it. Because well, she has been so and every time so she does anybody else do people like I, her? I think that it's people are divided on Kenya but like I think like I just I can I cannot like get on board with her. Okay. And every time she does something like one se- every season she does something that's like just so mean and I'm like oh nail in the coffin but it's like no the one last season was a nail in the coffin like last season when she barged into Marlo's wig party and like with her marching band yeah. and bringing her own products like I was done with her. And yeah, it's like yeah. there was something before that.
1: Yeah. Okay. And well, her and Portia don't get along
0: and I feel like Portia is a very good judge of character and like I just go with I go where Portia goes.
1: I can understand that. It'll be an interesting season. Let's see yes. if I still feel this way. Yeah.
0: Um, but honestly, the real star of last night on Bravo was the Real Housewives of Potomac hour and 15 minute finale. Yeah. Um, and we're going to recap it. And that recap is brought to you by Crate Joy. You all know what a subscription box is. In, pro- in fact, you probably have a favorite meal kit or pet box. I actually subscribe to quite a few boxes. Um, but Crate Joy is everything you need in your life because it's the world- it is the world's first and only subscription box marketplace. You can shop over a thousand unique boxes and get for just about anything you can imagine. Even better is you choose a subscription link so you're not locked into anything. They have subscription boxes for men, women, and kids, any special people in your life. Crate Joy makes the perfect holiday gift. If you have a creative kid, a brand new mom, a veteran grill master, or a budding mixologist on your Christmas list, a coffee aficionado, families at home, there's a crate for each of them, and so much more. This year, we're all looking for creative ways to show loved ones we care and spread much-needed cheer. With Crate Joy, you'll listen... With Cratejoy, you'll show you care with personalized gifts that keep giving long after the holidays are done. On Cratejoy, you're, you guys can find categories. That you'll love, like escape room and mystery boxes for adventure at home. Boxes to boost each version of you with self care and personal growth. Cool cocktail kits and snacks for your next virtual happy hour. Monthly book clubs in a box for every reader, and top DIY and craft kits for crafters of all ages. I feel like the idea of gifting someone with a subscription
1: box is so nice because it's not just like one box; you get a gift every it's month. Gift that keeps on giving, and it's also these ideas are so creative that they come off as extremely thoughtful. Yes, I
0: remember. Um, like a few years ago, Margot's friends for her birthday got her like a beauty subscription box for her birthday and every month she was like getting new makeup and I just remember thinking like how thoughtful that was and how it's really just like a unique idea that many people are not gonna have. So if you wanna have a unique, fabulous gift for the people in your life... Check out Cratejoy and there's still time to find the perfect gift for everyone on your list. You can shop thousands of subscription boxes all in one place and get 30% off your first box when you sign up at cratejoy.com/toast. Again, that's c r a t e j o y.com/toast. That's right, sign up today at cratejoy.com/toast to get 30% off your first box and shop Cratejoy's holiday specials. Cratejoy, get joy, get joy delivered right to your
1: door. That's an amazing gift idea. I need to get my gifts in check. Yeah, like me I too. really want to be a good gift giver this year because it's just been like a rough one you know. For
0: everyone yeah. Yeah. Um, okay Real Housewives of Potomac finale. We also got a sneak peek at the reunion where everyone just looks like unbelievable and I have to say before we dive into the drama I've been very hard on the Real Houses of Potomac this season for their atrocious outfits mm-hmm. and I thought everyone with the exception of Ashley Darby looked very good at this party. I thought I,
1: Ashley looked adorable. She looked
0: like a figure skater. She looked I did not like that dress. Oh my God,
1: she's so cute. Stop. I
0: love her. I did not like the dress. I thought Wendy, who was really like lagging in outfits, looked awesome. Yep. Robin looked great. Mm -hmm. Um, Giselle even looked
1: good for Giselle. You know, it was good. I don't remember her outfit, just like her headband hair situation. She was wearing just like a white blouse and like sparkly silver pants. Okay, I think I remember the pants. It was fine. Like it was very good. Karen, Karen
0: Huger, I always looks good. I don't include her in the group of women who don't no. know how to dress. And actually Candace always does like seasons and she looked s- super cute. Very cute in that outfit. Yeah. Agreed. So um, it was a really bizarre evening. Uh, the whole episode really consisted around this party where we knew like Juan was gonna propose, but then they like tried to make us think for a second that he wasn't. Yeah. But Michael Darby
1: knows something. Michael Darby knows something. I look forward to finding out what that is. Maybe that will be at the reunion. I... But Michael Darby, like, was being so fucking two-faced,
0: like, talking shit with Giselle and Ashley about, like, something he knows, like, alluding to it, and then going and, like, taking
1: shots with Juan and being like, bachelor party in Vegas. Okay, no, Michael Darby, like taking out the last 15 minutes, which we'll get to, like, up until the point where uh, things went sideways and he, he was, was in the hallway, funny. he was being so funny when he was, like, bachelor party in Vegas, no cameras. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I was actually cracking up hysterical because I think him and Juan, like, are really such good friends. And, and I love to see when house husbands, like, have genuine mm-hmm. friendships. So, and then also I thought Michael Darby was, like, really, I mean, as a Monique Defender, I, I had to applaud the way that he handled the Chris situation because Chris put his hands on him and yep. Michael Darby just like they just used Michael Darby didn't literally did not touch him back and just like prove the point. point of what they were doing to Monique right which as a Monique stan I was grateful for it. Then everything turned, I don't know what happened in that hallway. With the production room, that was really bad. But that was really bad. I don't know what was going on, and I felt so
0: bad for Ashley. Like, oh, nothing she was saying God. was getting
1: through to Michael. He was just, like, so drunk and so angry. And, like, I think that's, I think he was, like, so drunk. And you know how, like, you can't even have an argument with someone who's drunk, like, let alone try to reason with someone? So I just felt like there was nothing that, any I don't know what he did in the hallway, but he was just, like, not, he was beyond reason. He was so incoherent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But I, I really felt for Ashley. Me because. Too. She literally walked out of that room and saw the cameraman like filming that and like n- no like when you're in that production room, I guess you think that like the footage is not being used. That's like a behind the scenes thing. And when she turned the corner coming out of the room and the camera was like right there at her, like her life flash in front of her eyes. Right. But
1: then also like we have no choice but to stand because she's literally the most amazing housewife and like she'll even like turn on her husband. Like Oh yeah. He, like not that she turned on him, but like some women like would would have, defend or like try and smooth it over and be like sweetie sweetie and she's like shut the fuck up yeah yeah no she was being iconic like i really love her
0: and i think what even though that fight with uh michael and chris was messy i think it really proved an important point Mm -hmm. and Moni and ashley said it so well it's like that you first of all you came at monique the exact same way so it's like there's now been two fights and candace is involved and her family are involved in both of them
1: like Maybe you're not, like, the victim you're pretending to be. Right. Also, when Candace starts screaming at Michael, like, you want to come for me? Like, again, like, you just got into a fight because that was started because it was, like, drag me. You're provoking. Right. And so, and but you were so upset by what had happened, yet the situation presents- You're so
0: traumatized. You've posted it all over the right. house, but you literally
1: do it again. But the situation presents itself again, and you behave in the exact same way. Yeah, no, I'm just, like... Any sympathy I had for Candice is, like, so gone because she's just... Oh, I had no sympathy to begin
0: with. She's really being, like, such a victim. And it's, like, you have to own your part. You can't be the victim and then also be provoking people. The thing is, she had a little ground to stand on as the victim because she lost the fight. Like, physically, like, Monique, like, had her in, like, in her grasp. But at the same time, like when you watch the footage, like they are both equally as guilty for starting that fight. You just think that Monique is the aggressor
1: because Monique won, right? Physically, right. The way the epi- and the courts agreed, right. The way the episode ended with how it went down in court and Monique laughing was just and what's so crazy is like Oh and Candace saying, saying that the, it was because it was the lawyer was so messy. No. Candace saying that like the
0: courts decided to drop the charges because they just thought of it as like reality T V mess. No That's but not also, how the judicial she said, system. She said works.
1: because of Monique and all of the things that she was putting out and her messy lawyers, the courts didn't want to deal with it. Like That's just not how it works. That's just not how the courts work. We're like, this is too messy for us. We're not dealing with it. And second of all, it's like, okay, so it sounds like she has an amazing legal team who got her out of a situation that you put Put her her in. in. Like, you're mad at Monique for having lawyers who are good at their job? Defending Um, her. Like,
0: No, it was, the whole, Candace is so irrational. Someone
1: needs to speak to her and let her know, like, the way that if you want to sue someone... They, they are going you to defend ev- themselves. Which you have every right to. Someone has every right to defend themselves, including suing you if needed. Okay, also, I... Like, Robin...
0: I just can't with. Can't. Because honestly, like... Her having Candace perform at her party was like really losery behavior. Yeah. Because up until this season, like they weren't even friends. I feel like the women are really trying to like make a group of themselves, not including Monique, so that like Bravo has no choice but to let go of Monique.
1: Right, but it's, and it's really just not working. It's just Giselle, Robin, Wendy. Candace and Wendy, and no thanks. And by the way, so it's like
0: Candace and, and Robin were never even friends. So like the, the idea of a Candace performing at Robin's Holiday party makes no fucking sense. Yeah, they're sense. trying
1: to like stand strong, but it's like, no, this group is weak as hell. Also, I think the group is, thinks they're made stronger by Giselle's presence because like she is a you, beloved housewife, yeah. but not in this way. No, she's so wrong on this. And
0: even the way she's coming so hard for Karen. Okay, what am I misunderstanding? Karen told Monique to come at four. Then she told Candace to come at 515
1: and then six. How is she trying to ambush them? No, that is so crazy. And watching Giselle describe the situation to Charisse, like what she believes yes. happened when she was like, oh, she was trying to ambush um, Candace with Monique. And it's like, no, she wasn't. And also, because this is a legal situation, Karen would never do that. Like to have two people in the same room who are actively engaged in lawsuits against each other, like she would not. And she did not. Do you think? That the also, them like making it seem like her flight, she was lying about her flight being delayed. And they're like, she's not coming because she doesn't want to handle the truth. And then she came and it's like, oh, she, like they don't want her there either. It's like she really can do nothing. No, right. I
0: totally agree. Like literally, she literally can't breathe without being like, you're lying. You're just trying to dodge. Yeah. They were bothering me so much. The core so, group, four of them, like I, I, they were bothering me so much once again Miss Karen
1: Huger getting absolutely no respect and it was just hard to watch it's hard to watch but then when right before the fight broke out it was really becoming the four against yes Ashley and Karen when we're really starting to see like the The divides and I, I just I really am excited for the reunion because I really hope that the women those four women have to answer for the fact that nobody agrees with them yeah at least nobody that I've seen yeah Do you think that the
0: reunion is the first time Candace and Monique have seen each other? For sure, right? For sure. Since that night. Even though
1: it's been a full calendar year, which is crazy. And I also did love watching like a Christmas theme party like this time of year. Yes, it was very interesting. But like obviously everything was on delay. And in general, I don't want to have to wait a year for my housewives. But I just will say like it was a nice touch. Yes, I agreed. It was nice to see like the holiday season during the holiday season. Yes. And I guess like we should discuss the fact that Robin did get engaged. But I just think Karen just... She, Karen is... Eviscerated her with her one line. No, Karen is... I actually wrote it down because I thought it was so iconic. I she sent She is to you. a woman... She doesn't waste a word. Yeah, and it's just like everything that comes out of her mouth is just so perfectly said. She said that she would have liked to have seen Robin get engaged. Of she said, this is a moment for Robin. Robin doesn't get a lot of moments. <laughs> I was screaming in my bed like... <laughs> It was, it's so true.
0: Like, I just think the way she said it, it was just so profound and so wise and so well said. It started out as,
1: like, a really nice thing. No, I would have loved to see this moment of her getting engaged because she doesn't get a lot
0: of moments. No, and it's so true. Like, I just, I knew exactly what she meant, you know? No, like, a hundred percent. I just love Karen. Like, I just it's so crazy. This has really been a very transformative season for me. And I think for a lot of people where it's like the way I felt about certain housewives in Potomac for a while, I really just like liked everyone and never took like a hard side. Like I feel like in New York and other franchises, like I just, I have a hard line and I just like ride for people. But in Potomac, I just really liked everyone and I saw everyone's side. And I just feel like this year there's like a, a such a stark difference. And it's like between wrong and right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just don't land with this group.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. And if if the fight had happened and everyone hadn't gone so hard against Monique, like I would have been more critical of Monique, you know? But now it feels like the way that they're defending Candace as if she did nothing wrong and that Monique is like this horrible person when I... Don't think that it's she not is. The case. Like, I feel compelled to defend her at all costs. Yeah, and that's I I'm agree. And now I think I've just landed. And I just
0: think the way at the end of the episode where they had Monique and Candace both talking about, like, the court situation, like, the way that they both are, like, spoke speaks volumes about each of them. Yeah. And we have no choice but to stand. And I just feel like Candace really, like,
1: Even beyond this fight, like, she just does not fit in with this group. Like... I just can't relate to her. Even at the end when they were, like, still talking about their family that they're going to have, like, not... In any sort of real way and then, but she's waiting till after fall because she doesn't want to have an Aquarius because her mom's, like, I I cannot relate. Yeah, it's just, like, so childish. So childish. And because her mom's an Aquarius? like it's That's so, so fucking rude.
0: rude. And this whole episode, you're literally talking about how your mom has been there for you so much that, like, it actually makes you want to have kids because you want to be there for someone in the way that your mom was there for you. I actually thought that was very sweet. Right, and then to
1: turn around and be like, but she doesn't want a baby like her mom like, no like
0: no matter like how tumultuous like your relationship is like talking like mean things about your mom on tv who like literally bought you a house like let's not
1: also i just think the idea of revolving childbirth around horoscopes no offense to anyone who's doing it is insane,
0: insane. <laughs> that's insane like it's insane and it's like it's already like so hard to get pregnant it's like now we're it's choosing- a miracle no matter yeah. what no, that's crazy. When it comes in. That's crazy. Like, yeah, I, I, I do believe there's something to horoscopes. Like I'm not saying I'm not a skeptic. Yeah, like it's
1: interesting stuff,
0: but, but like, like my God, to literally
1: create or not create life because of it. I hope they were joking. I don't know. I actually it,
0: love that. Like throughout housewives history in every franchise at every finale, they still do that. Like freeze frame thing with the message. It like, it's like my favorite part. And it's like so sweet. I was like almost cry. Like, I love it. Yeah, it's super cute. It was a good season. I mean, Reunion is
1: going to be so good. It was a the really, binder. really good season. And I'm glad we got out of the phase of next week looks really good, yeah, yeah. even though next week, next week does, does look, look really, really good. good. And The Binder. The Binder. I mean, I just hope that the justice that needs to be delivered for Monique like, is thoroughly delivered. You Me know, too. That I- there's no, like... Question marks, ifs, ands, or buts. No,
0: like, I'm really, like, I'm putting a lot of pressure on this reunion to undo all that was done. And, like, if I don't get what I want, like, I'll be upset.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I also love think when, the, when the men come out. I also think we're going to need, like, in order for the justice, even if it is served at the reunion, in order for it to be, like, fully served, we're going to need a cast change-up. Yeah. And I would like to call for the removal of two people. Candace and Wendy? No. Candace and Robin. I mean... And mostly because even though, like, I'm fine with Robin, I think she's fine and she has some funny moments. Like, she's become this sort of, like, crutch for Giselle. Yes. And Giselle just has, like, power in numbers because she always knows that Robin will have her side. side. And I think Robin is uninteresting because of it because she doesn't, like, form her own opinion. She just takes what Giselle has to say. And I don't think she's contributing really anything in that way. Also, I'm so glad you brought up Robin
0: because I had this thought the whole episode. I'm, like, almost 100% sure that production paid for this party. Because it
1: was, like, nice?
0: Because it was open bar. And they, like, kept saying, like, open bar. And it's just, like, this season has been, like, a lot of Robin's financial issues. Yeah. And I j- like, I just, that was such a nice party. Like, there's no way that party costs less with Open Bar than, like, $20,000. Like, yeah. it was really expensive. Does
1: production usually pay for the parties that the women host? No, but I've started to notice because, like, they need a nice event at the
0: end of the episode. Yeah. And I really feel like Bravo paid for Sonia's bingo drag party the end of this New York season because it was it, too, was, like, a very expensive party. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, I just got the vibe that it was, like, paid for by production. Like, that was just the vibe that I got. And I got that vibe with Robin's party, too.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. And they just kept like bragging I was glad about for it bar. it was a, It actually looked like a fun party. party. And
0: everyone got really dressed up.
1: Yeah. They and there were that. so many people there because Robin and Juan actually invited their friends and family because they were getting engaged. And so it wasn't just like eight women in a room yeah. fighting. Yeah. And I actually
0: thought the way that like everyone reacted, like screaming when Robin and Juan got engaged, was very sweet.
1: Oh my God. It was hilarious. Yeah, like
0: literally running up to her when it wasn't even over right. yet. Right. <laughs> It was funny. It's honestly like a really nice way to get engaged. Yes, I agree. And, you know, I'm happy for Robin that she had that moment because she doesn't have a lot of moments. No, she doesn't. Um, So I'm very much looking forward to next week. um, And hopefully Atlanta starts to pick up um it's our first season without NeNe Leaks, and I literally forgot like I didn't even realize like that there was anything different yeah
1: the cast is so small but it doesn't since their personalities are so big like it really doesn't feel that small and we're gonna get a new housewife yes. that we're gonna be introduced to so last night was really four women plus Marlo yeah
0: even though uh, like I said I was watching old episodes leading up to the season premiere and like is she's just like she's undeniably like a force like and and I do think that Mo- moving forward, like we will feel her absence. I didn't feel it last night because the season before this and maybe the one before that, she wasn't even on the first episode because she was fighting with all the women. So it's like her not being in an episode isn't uncommon anymore. But her not being in the season, like I do feel like we will miss her energy. Like she really is everything of the sort, like memeable, jiffable, like she is that. And I, and I do think there will be an absence.
1: yeah. For sure. Um, But that's all we got. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? No, that's all she wrote. Gotta get home to Bruno Sweets. And new episode of The Redhead drops on Thursday. We just recorded it. It is honestly... I heard it was. It's such a good one. Plus, we did our, like, year-end recap of all the books that we read this year for the redheads which were our favorites and other we all shared what books we read on our own that were our favorites of this year so if you're just looking for good book recommendations um to talk about the year in books also 2020 being the year of the redheads it's like what everyone's saying (laughs) um head over to the redheads and also the book we read this month is like it it's an extremely good book and well written and smart and then you get to listen to the episode so make sure to do that Thank you guys so much for listening to The
0: Morning Show. It's the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast, Anywhere where podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I Radio, Castle, and all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us the morning show, leave me five stars. We've got a beautiful setting. It's part we are. We hope you have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.